Yeah, it's Draco McCoy, Big Draco, Baby Guillotine, all that. You're listening to the uh, Bleeding Out Podcast, episode 13. Here's my normal fucking intro. Uh, I hope y'all been doing good, keeping up, you feel me, loving yourself, uh, finding some ways to stay happy, moving forward in your life, you know what I mean, whatever the fuck you're doing, man, all the creators out there, man, all the uh, business owners, whatever the fuck going on in your life, man, I want y'all to just keep going, you feel me, don't stop. Uh, keep figuring out ways to to, uh, to advance in your life, man. Don't let nobody tell you your ideas are stupid. If you got something going, man, please, man, please keep them gears turning and keep trying to make shit reality. You feel me? Um, new music from amazing Indiana artists, man. We got Fresh Does It drop some shit. Uh, John Stamps and Oreo Jones drop some shit. Baby Ebony drop some shit, man. Omar Apollo drop some shit, man. Uh, man, hey, that Omar shit is crazy, man. I want y'all to tap in for real, for real, man. I already know y'all know what's cracking. Uh, tune in to the people man it's a whole lot of heat coming out the city still and i got some shit with uh with black youth in the drop too on the 22nd called summer's over you feel me get the vibes right and all that shit you feel me i've been in my bag lately i ain't gonna lie to you but yeah man on this episode man very wholesome podcast i talked to my boy eric bonsai uh he sell bonsai trees man the trap different over there it's a uh, uh you know some shit that i never seen somebody do before and, it's, and he do it in a way i ain't never seen before you feel me you're real hustler and i love it uh so i'm gonna go ahead and start this shit off uh, with a with a with, with a jingle <laughs> that Eric sent me that uh, Stamps had made for him some funny ass shit whatever the fuck and then uh, yeah go ahead and start the motherfucking show. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break with Fountain Square bonsai, drinking, smoking pot. Wouldn't you like to trim away? Sometime you gotta try streaming Fountain Square Bonsai Live. Where the guest is usually high. You wanna show where people grow the little funky trees fertilized. You gotta try streaming Fountain Square Bonsai Live. You wanna show where people grow the little funky trees fertilize. You gotta try streaming Fountain Square bombs alive. Fuck yeah. Three, two, one. Yeah! <laughs> this is Draco McCoy this motherfucker bleeding out all over the motherfucking place. <laughs> and I have my boy. Eric Bonsai in the motherfucking building, but Fountain Square Bonsai. Do you go by Eric Bonsai? That's what I keep calling you. Um, nah, I guess I do. Yeah, not by choice. Not, it's a hard ass but, name, bro. I ain't uh, gonna lie. To I you. guess I'm with it's it. A, yeah. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't walk down Virginia Street without being called that. So. Hey, it's Eric Bonsai. Oh my god, But <laughs> all right. So for the people out here listening, can you introduce yourself and tell them what you are? Sure. Yeah. I'm uh, Eric. I started Fountain Square Bonsai in 2017. We're um, just out here selling bonsai trees and making the people happy. Hell I feel yeah. like this neighborhood, Fountain Square, um, I couldn't have done it without these guys here. Everybody here's had my back. And, uh, you know, I started selling in 2017 and quit my job shortly after that. Now this is what we do. Yeah, this is man, this is what you do. You're doing it well. And I love it. I love it. So would you be, would your title be a botanist? Um, yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I've, I've never like used Bonsai that word artist. before. Bonsai artist. Bonsai artist. Yeah. I like that. You know, I, I like to call, um, I used to, I like to call my producers sound designers. 
I love that. Yeah, that's tight. You feel me? Uh, okay. So first real question is, are you from Indy? Did you grow up here? No, I'm not. I'm uh, actually from Jamestown, New York. From New York? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, all right. This is the first, like, not really from here, from here, like, far from here. Uh, let's see. How, what was it like growing up in New York? It was good. So it's not actually the city. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Amish country. Amish country. Yeah. It's more country than anywhere I've ever been in Indiana. Damn. Explain, explain a little bit more. Like, uh, is your family real, very country or is that just like where y'all was at? <clears throat> so most of my family's from Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. which is a bigger city. Yeah. Um, but we, I, I was born in Jamestown and Jamestown's a city of about 40,000 people. So. Did you ever, you ever like travel to New York and shit like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we go to New York City. Is it far? Is it like a long Actually, way? Indianapolis is closer to Jamestown than Jamestown is to New York City. Really? So it's like 10 hours from my hometown to New York City. Mm-hmm. It's like seven and a half hours from Indianapolis to wow. my hometown. That's what's up, man. I've never been out there. I drove through uh, to get to Canada once, which is like one of my dumbass stories. We went out there and I didn't have no... Uh, no uh, passport. <laughs> they still let us in. They let you in. They let us in. It was like eighteen ways to get in and no way to turn around. So they was just like they sent us to uh, wherever and they cleared us to get through. And then like on the way out, they was like they let you in. <laughs> and then he just asked me some questions about LeBron, and uh, I was like, yeah, best best basketball player ever. I don't watch basketball at all. I was just like, yeah, bro, whatever you want to hear. <laughs> he was like, cool accent, you could go. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, you probably went through my hometown if you went through the New York area. Yeah, yeah, probably. You went, you went right through Jamestown. Did you go through Erie, Pennsylvania? Or, uh, I, shit, probably. Do you visit a lot? I used to. Um, I wish I did more. Yeah. I probably haven't been in like three years. Or did your family mo- all move here or just your parents or what happened? Just my parents. Yep. Or, yep. Hell yeah. What age were you when you moved here? So the first time when I moved here, I was 16. Mm-hmm. And then graduated high school. I moved to... Augusta, Georgia. Oh, wow. Lived in the Dirty South for a little while. Yeah, They call it Dirty South for a reason. So it wasn't a big switch for you, huh? Since, like, you were in kind of a Southern situation already, felt like? Or a country situation? Coming from New York to here, no, I didn't want to move to Indiana. I I, I cried for weeks. (laughs) I did not want to come here. Yeah? What what, what made you end up here? Both of my parents worked for Cummins. What's that? It's an engine company. Where? Um, so, you know, that we actually moved to Columbus, Indiana first. Mm-hmm. And they both retired and they ended up moving to North Carolina. Yo, I like North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. Hell yeah. That's what's up, man. Okay. So uh, when you were growing up, what were you into exactly? Like, I don't know, from as a child switching up to high school and shit like that. So I... I didn't have a choice but to be into plants because my dad had a greenhouse and he he started everything from seed. We had 19 flower beds around our house and our property. Mm-hmm. He started everything from seed and cool. it was my job. It was my job to water the plants. Yeah. Even though I didn't want to. What all did you grow? It was mostly flowers. Mm-hmm. You know, all different kinds of flowers. Hell the yeah. Flower beds just surrounding the the pool and the whole house and the deck. And uh, I started playing hockey when I was like four years old. Yeah. So 
that I have some Canada stories as well. Some Canada stories. All right. So what was up with? How long were you into hockey? Pretty much forever. You still into it? Um, you know, I have bad knees and I'm not supposed to hit my head anymore <laughs> yeah. from playing hockey. So for sure. I'm still into it, but I don't really play anymore. That's what's um, up. I played in Montreal for about a year and a half. Damn, that's random. Like, how'd that happen? Um, so I, I played on this travel you? team when I was like 14. Yeah. And I ended up doing one year. Of, I did my freshman year of high school in Montreal. That's fire. Yeah. So uh, when you when you go out like to Canada for a sport, like where did you stay? Did you have to like? I stayed with a family up there. It's kind of like a foreign exchange program. Mm-hmm. But it was like a hockey exchange. So you just stayed guess, with them, yeah. and did, were you always practicing? Did you spend like much time doing schoolwork? Where I was on, yeah. Well, it, we did schoolwork. Yes, it was home. We were homeschooled by the family. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there were other players there from different states. But they were all American kids. Yeah. And uh, we we traveled all over Canada. That's we hard. were on the road all the time for like four months at a time. That's super hard. Did y'all win a lot? Uh, one, one, the first year we did, the second year we didn't. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was so, on a, I was on a different team the second year. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. I've never like kept up with hockey. Like I always liked it, appreciated for the fact that they can like beat each other asses. You know, I really like that about it too. Yeah. <laughs> that's fire. You ever gotten a fight out there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. How hard is it? How hard is it? Well, you're on skates. Yeah. You ever been on skates? Fuck no. Yeah, it's it's different. I used to try to rollerblade. Like I think last time I rollerbladed, I was like. It's like fifth grade or something like that. Yeah, so you have like five seconds to fight before they break you up. So you're trying to hit this dude as hard as you can and stay stand up on the skates. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've and, been watching the videos on YouTube. And once again, that's why I'm not supposed to play anymore because I'm not supposed to hit my head anymore. Yeah. Nah. I went down pretty hard a couple times. I bet. They be, I seen a, I seen one. It, this motherfucker like pulled somebody's helmet off and then smacked him in the head with it. <laughs> She was hard. I ain't gonna lie. That's yeah. That was crazy. I never did that. You're not really supposed to do that. You know, there's there's ways to fight. Yeah. In hockey, you know, you you, you throw them, you throw some punches with your fist, and then when the guy's done, you you, you know, you have respect. You're not you're not gonna try to kill a guy. Yeah, no, nah, that was that was a highly illegal. Yeah. <laughs> that was assault. It's okay to throw your fist in his face, but don't hit him with anything else. And yeah. if he's bleeding, stop hitting him. I like I, that's that's just crazy. All right, all right. So cool. Boom. So you're in the hockey. Uh, that's your, that's always been your sport of choice. You like you could you would have murdered playing football. I played you know I played baseball for years and years. I played football for like one year. And I played basketball for one year. Yeah, and it just it didn't do it for me. I'm not good at either one of those either. Mm-hmm. I you know what if I'd have tried I probably could have been good at football. I don't like basketball. I, I can tell you that I'm <laughs> I got the nastiest jumper. You don't want to see it. I don't want to talk about. It's it. a lot of running. You know on skates. Yeah, you, you don't have to run. You just skate and you quite and glide. Yeah, for sure. Man, I you know what I'd be afraid of? Just like I always had this weird ass idea of like getting cut or like sliced with one of the motherfuckers, you know? I've seen that shit happen. Have you really? Fuck that. Not in person, but yeah. Fuck so that. They, cool. they used to not even wear helmets or face masks. The goalies wouldn't wear face masks. See. That's why old school hockey players, none of them have any teeth. I'm about to say, like, you're just catching the motherfuckers in the mouth. Yeah. That's horrible. All right. All right. Cool. So, boom. Uh, your pops had the, uh, had the greenhouse. And a lot of plants. Did he sell them? He didn't sell them. No, but you know, if somebody really wanted something that he had, he would sell it. But his deal wasn't. He he worked full time. Yeah. He worked third shift. For sure. I don't know when he slept. Honestly, he was hard working. Yeah. Wow, that's what's up. That explains why you be just on go. You making it happen. Um. So at what point, like, did you see your first bonsai tree? 
first bonsai tree that I ever saw was when I saw Karate Kid. Karate Kid. Hey, yo. Mr. So Miyagi. I just, I don't, I've never seen Karate Kid, but I was just at my mama's house and uh, they got this whole like TV show that they just dropped called Cobra Kai. Cobra Have you seen Kai. that shit? I haven't watched it actually. A lot of people ask me about it because, you know, people, people have heard my story and yeah. they're like, hey, have you seen the new Cobra Kai? <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm not No, lying. I haven't. But I didn't realize it's the same people. So I'm glad they did it and it's for the new generation, you know, and I'm sure it's a lot different, but. What did you like about that movie, Karate Kid? Um, <clears throat> was that just your movie, or is that where you just? No, no, no. I saw I, I saw it with my mom when I was like eleven, and I was like, you know, I got from most of what I took from it is the bonsai trees. Really? You know, <laughs> that's crazy. I, I was like, mom, I have to have a bonsai tree. Please, what was so I significant about it? Was it just? I just thought it was really cool, and you know, I like I was into plants. I wasn't into the flowers and I didn't want to pick the weeds and water my dad's flowers, mm-hmm. you know, but I knew how to take care of them and I'd never heard of a bonsai tree. Yeah. So I was like, this is something that I could do and I think I would be good at it. That's you know? So for my 12th birthday, she got me one and I still have it. It's in the backyard right now. You still have it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. Cause I was just talking to you about that, uh, that, that YouTube video I looked up with that, uh, with that older uh, Japanese lady or mm-hmm. whatever. And she's talking about how some of those trees like last for like 25 years. Oh, dude, like there's, there's some that are th- a thousand s- s- claim to be several thousand years old. That's crazy. But yeah, uh, like, so the bonsai trees, they can, they typically le- last longer than the same species that grows in the wild. Really? Because they're in perfect conditions and they're taken care of, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, they're pretty pampered. The way you take care of them is kind of cool. It's kind of crazy, and I mean, I guess it is a tree, so it wouldn't just die off like that, you know. But right, they're so small, delicate. Right. How how big is the one that you kept? Um, it's probably it's only a foot and a half tall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I trim it back and I wire it every year. That's awesome, man. Uh, all right, so. You always had plants around you. You 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 were into this and you were into it early. So that was what a lot of my questions were. So this is cool. Um, fucking around. Have you ever planted like a- anything to eat, like a like <clears throat> tomatoes and shit? I've I've got tomatoes right now. I've got a refrigerator full of them. I'm gonna send you home with some if if you like sun grown tomatoes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. I've got broccoli out there. I've got um, corn, beets. I've always wanted a garden, but I've never had a house yet. So. As soon as I like start fucking around, give me a crib. I'm gonna fuck around, and give me a garden for real. I actually did a tomato bonsai this year. Did you really? Yeah. Does it grow like often, or like just every year? But like, I'll show it to you when we're done here. I want to see it's, that. Yeah, shit. I'll bring. Now you're talking to somebody that knows nothing about plants at all. Like, so a tomato is a tomato plant is a thing that usually only lasts for one season. Yeah. They grow really fast, but they can you know when when they grow fast, they get almost a woody trunk. Mm-hmm. So if you chop it back, you can kind of shape it and make it look like a bonsai tree. That's hard. And I did it, and it's growing tomatoes. <laughs> Hell yeah, it yeah. is. So look, so look. Uh, hmm. What like- can you tell me about? Like, like teach me something about bonsai trees. Where they come from? What do you know about them? Oh, okay, <clears throat> that's a great question. <clears throat> bonsai. It's it started in China about mm-hmm. about two thousand years ago. People th- people mostly think it's a Japanese thing and they think it's one certain species. Yeah. They think it's a juniper because that's the, that's what they saw in Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. Uh, actually bonsai is not a species. You can bonsai any tree. Like I said, I bonsai a tomato. It doesn't even have to be a tree. Yeah. You can do it with a succulent. You can do it with any plant that 
will live long enough for you to manipulate its growth and have it in a small pot. The literal translation, <clears throat> literal translation of bonsai <clears throat> is tree in a tray. Yeah. So in Chinese, Japanese, that's what it means. It means tree in a tray. So you can put any tree in a small tray and dwarf its growth and you have a bonsai. It's hard. I like that. Uh, <clears throat> I actually, I think I just seen that in the video that I watched. Because look, all right, so for the people out there, I try to do a little bit of research, but not too much because I like going into shit like a dumbass. You feel me? But I also like don't want to sound completely dumb. You feel me? So uh, yeah, what they said was like, uh, uh, what they call it? They said it's, it's translated to pot plant or something like that. Potted plant. Um, yeah. Yeah. Plant in a pot, tree in a tray. There's several different translations, but it's basically tray planting. Yeah. How many do you have or like how many different kinds are there? If it's just like any type of in a pot, then do you even keep track? So it's it's arguable. Some people think some things aren't bonsai, you yeah. know, and there are rules to, you know, traditionally there are rules. Mm -hmm. I don't always follow the rules. Yeah. I just I do what I think is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, but me too. Fuck a rule. The, you know, you can... I have bonsai maple trees, the same same species that grow out here, mm -hmm. and um, spruce trees, like a Christmas tree. You turn those into a bonsai tree. I want to see that. That sounds crazy. I, I have a couple in the back. Fuck you. Um, I work with mostly tropicals because people in Indianapolis, the people that I sell to, they want to keep something indoors that in their in their little apartment that doesn't have very much light. Yeah. And that's really not where fucking trees grow, man. Yeah, you I know? mean, I got a bunch of fake plants for that very reason. Oh, man, don't. <laughs> Let me find out you got fake plants, Draco. I got Draco. fake plants, bro. I ain't gonna uh, lie to you. I'm trying to figure out where I'm gonna put them in the winter. <laughs> yeah, bro. We're gonna, yes. I'm gonna help you out with that. We're gonna get rid of those fake plants. Man, fuck with me, bro. No, I got you. I just, you feel me? I don't got plants or pants because, you feel me? I, I just... We're gonna get you there. There are a few species that thrive on neglect. Word? And that's what you need. That sounds perfect. And I'm starting to work with a lot more of those. It <laughs> turns you out, are. you know, when I sell these bonsai trees to people, they're like three weeks later, they'll be like, does this look okay? They'll send me a picture on Instagram. I'm like, no. Like, bitch is dead. No, it doesn't look okay. <laughs> it's I can tell by the soil that you haven't watered it. You know, I can see the, you know. That's crazy. So, yeah. All right. So how'd you learn how to treat them? Like, who taught you? <clears throat> Honestly, um, trial, a lot of trial and error. Yeah. You know, what's um, the uh, what's the quickest you fucked it up? And I know the longest you've kept it now. So, dude, I'll sometimes I'll get a plant that I haven't worked with before, a new species that I haven't worked with. Yeah, and uh, try to turn it into a bonsai. The next day, it'll be fucking dead. You know. Yeah. Depending on the species, it's crazy. Some of them die really slow, like the 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 conifers, like a spruce or a juniper. You can't tell it's dead for like two months because the the needles take a long time to turn brown. I can see that. That makes sense. But like these ones that we have here on the table, these are Fouquet tea trees. Mm -hmm. And if you mess these up, if I did something to them tonight to mess them up, the leaves will be drooping tomorrow. And by the day after tomorrow, they'd all be gone. I like this one over here because the leaves just look so thick. Mm -hmm. It almost looks like plastic. Right. It's just crazy. What do you have in here? Like uh, in the pots? That's bonsai soil. Bonsai soil looks tight. Um, so it's not like normal soil. Mm -hmm. It's basically lava rock and expanded shale, expanded clay, and there's slow-release plant food in there. That's nice. So it, it's set up to be able to drain extremely well. Mm -hmm. So you can fill it full of water, and it all most of it drains out, just enough for the roots. And 
So you want to do that every day because it gets the nutrients from the slow release plant food. Yeah. Cause if these were, if this was in regular potting soil, the roots would rot within a couple months. Now what's the biggest you've ever tried to make one of these? Um, I, I, have, I have a dwarf, small. I have a dwarf peach tree out back. Yeah. That's about five feet tall that next year I'm going to put it in a giant bonsai pot. Hell yeah. Um, so there are traditionally, they're all different sizes and they all have different names. Um, but I think the, the that's the tallest one I have. The thickest trunk that I have is probably about eight inches. That's hard. That's crazy. All right. All right. Because I like this. This is probably my most wholesome podcast so far. Uh-oh. You feel me? I, I just want to like, I just want to let the people out here know, like, we are here for you. <laughs> we got you. Any, any bonsai questions, found square bonsai on Instagram. Hopefully y'all can motherfucking answer a lot of them. So uh, let's see. Because, all right, so I remember when I met you. Well, I don't remember when I first met you, but I know I saw you a lot because I'd be around drinking and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. I like going to the bar and shit like that. I hate going to the club and I hate drinking at the crib. That shit is just depressing. I don't know why. But right. goddamn, uh, when we first kicked it at your crib, or one of the times we kicked it at your crib, you had just built a greenhouse. Yep. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was like right in the fall or some shit like that. Like, then there might have been almost winter. But what were you doing with the plants before the greenhouse? So when I started the business in 2017, it was just on a whim. Mm -hmm. It all happened kind of by accident. I posted a picture of my bonsai tree that I've had since I was a kid. Yeah. And posted it on Instagram and got a huge response from it. And people were like, well, where can I get one? So I'm like, um, I hate my fucking job. Bartending sucks. Everybody, everybody sucks. <laughs> yeah. Let's just grow a bonsai tree and see if we can sell them to the people. Fuck yeah. So I got a ton of them that summer and just started working on them all day and night and pretty much quit my job. Went down to like one or two days a week bartending. And then I didn't really think about winter because it was my first time doing this. And you, so know, you just had them in the crib? It, yeah. It, well, they were all in my backyard. Oh. I grow, I grow them outdoors. Yeah. When it's so you warm did enough. This, you started it quick. Yeah. How'd you start? Bartending money. Yeah. Where were you getting them at or getting them from? Anywhere I could. I was searching everywhere, searching the internet. You know, now I've found suppliers in in the Southern United States, Mm -hmm. you know, Florida and Georgia. That's awesome. You know, that's where I get most of the tropicals. Um, The native species, sometimes I dig them up out of the ground. Sometimes I get them at local nurseries Mm -hmm. and they're not intended to be bonsai trees, but I turn them into bonsai trees. That's awesome. When they get sent, to you, how do how do they package? They put them in a cardboard box. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they're, and they come in plastic pots, and they're all overgrown. Some of them don't have any leaves on them. You know, they take a lot of care and work to get them to look like something like this. I mean, this is this has taken me probably four months to get it to look this, and this has probably got another year of refinement before it'll look right. Hell yeah, I like that. Okay, so. Uh, Around what time was it when you were like, damn, I need to make this damn greenhouse before I fuck everything up? In the fall when it was going to get 35 degrees that night. <laughs> and I've got all these tropicals that need to stay above 60 degrees. Yeah. yeah. So my dad came up from North Carolina because he built green. He's built several greenhouses. We had one in my side yard when I was a kid, you know. Were they big, the ones that you're making? They, they, they weren't that big. They were, you know, 20 feet long. Mm-hmm. 20 that's by so, 10. That's far. I still, like... Having having somebody in your family with that knowledge is a blessing, right? And I never really appreciated it until until I got into it. You know, 
What did you use to make it? The greenhouse? Yeah. Um, just, you know, two by fours, regular lumber. And um, it's called, it's, I think it's drop cloth. Mm-hmm. It's just a plastic sheet that you put down when you're painting. So it's basically a tent. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a, a, point, a 0.6 millimeter layer of plastic mm-hmm. <laughs> holding my whole business together. <laughs> That's hard. It was t- kind of terrifying. Did you come up with any, like, problems and anything fuck up with it? Absolutely. I, you know, we, we we had to figure it out. Yeah. What's you know, the biggest, it's all trial and error. What's the biggest uh, thing you had to overcome with that? Well, when I installed the uh, wood stove. Yeah. I, I, I decided to just put the chimney up, up through the plastic. Because it was going to be zero degrees that night. This was last year. Yeah. My second year with the greenhouse. Installed the wood stove, put the chimney right up through the plastic without any protection. Started the fire and went in the house for like 10 minutes to do something. Come back out and half of my greenhouse is on fire. The whole, like (laughs) all the plastic is on fire. Wow. And it's, you know, it's 20 degrees. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Fuck. How long did it take you to fix that? In a panic. It took me about. Jesus. An hour. Hell, you're, you're that's right. That's 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 something I wouldn't like imagine you saying just now. That's crazy. But also, I mean, there were other things. We, you know, insulating and trying to keep it warm in there. Mm-hmm. You know, because the sun heats it during the day. At night, I had electric heaters. I, I did wonder about that. So, just watering them wasn't enough. No, no, no. You have to keep them warm. Yeah. And there's different ways to do it. You know, some people use solar heat. So if you, they'll get like a 50 gallon drum, like a, a giant bucket and fill it full of water yeah. and then paint it black because black attracts the heat. Definitely. And then the water will stay warm at night. That's hard. But my greenhouse wasn't big enough. It was full of fucking plants. You spend a lot of time in there too. I spent all my time in there. If I wasn't asleep or at work, that's where I, like, I was. Uh, I like that you had that phone set up to like, just recording that plant so you could time lapse it. The time lapse, yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow, he's really into this shit, like a motherfucker. Well, you know, if, if it wasn't for like like I said earlier, the the backing of the, this neighborhood, everybody having my back and wanting to see more, and yeah. the response that I got yeah. online, I probably wouldn't have done all that. But you know, I love that man. You you know what? I don't know what it is, but I always fucked with you, like. I need to stop cussing so much. I need. To, I just want to put that out there. But like, bro, you've always been just like, like just, just seem like such a caring person. You know what I mean? Just, I don't know anybody that's that's that passionate about something that's not music or art. You know what I mean? Well, in a way, this is art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's considered an art. You know, but depending on who you talk to. Yeah. Uh, I know anybody that, can, you know, bonsai artists yeah. consider it art for sure. In in Japan and China, it's definitely considered an art. Uh, I know I there's lots it. of there's there's some pretty big artists in Indianapolis that give me some shit because they don't think it's art, <laughs> but they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Are so. there a lot of other people here that do it? Um, there's a couple other bonsai guys in the city. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple other businesses, but we're not going to talk about them. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> pussies. Nah. Uh, all right. So, when did you realize that these were like making money off of this was an actual like a go? It was. Popping, you you got it. You're like, damn, these bitches gonna sell. I mean, as soon as I got enough that I could start selling, mm-hmm. was as soon as I sold the first one. I remember my first sale. What was what, all right? So, how did the person find out that you had them? 
So I decided that we were going to sell, and it was um, Art Squared, which is a little art festival that they have in Fountain Square. Yeah. And um, I I put like 20 trees together. I ordered these pots from some guy in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and put, put all these plants in bonsai pots and set up in front of Wildwood Market. I didn't even pay to be a part of the festival, you know? Finesse. Yeah. I just, I set up right outside of the festival. Yeah. And um, within an hour and a half of the festival starting, I was sold out. Damn. I didn't have any, I didn't have anything. I, everything was gone. How many you pulled up with? Like 20, 20 or so. Yeah. Now I go with like a hundred. Hell yeah. You know, at least, but first time I'm just giving it a shot and they, they looked like shit. There was <laughs> nothing like the work that I'm doing today. <laughs> How they, much would you uh, get like selling them for? Anywhere from twenty to a hundred dollars, depending yeah. on how much money I had in them and how big they were. For sure, that's what's up. Uh, so, how long did it take you to go from having like like that first sale, that first day, to just like pulling up all the time? And then like like were you confident in the demand and just really like, yeah, this is gonna keep working? I'll, I'll go back to it again. People, people had my back and I, you know, like I said, I can't go anywhere without people being like the bones. I got <laughs> yeah. your, your stuff's beautiful, you know, and I've been doing a ton of pop-ups lately and there, there are more coming my way. I don't have to search for them anymore Yeah, because taking care of 600 bonsai trees mm-hmm. takes up all my time now. Uh, I mean, I bet that you have way too much. Well, not too much, but you got a lot, you got a lot going on. So I don't have to research the pop-ups as much anymore and I don't have to travel as much. People in the city are inviting for sure. Inviting Fountain Square Bonsai to be a part of their events. Speaking of the pop-ups, I remember when you pulled up to the show that I had uh I was thinking about that the other day too. That shit was tight and you know what I was thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> you were about to jump off the stage or some shit. Yeah. And you're like, hey you guys are cool, but watch out for the fucking bonsai trees. I love these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Because I was like, damn, boy. Because honestly, it was crazy that you had like pulled up to the show with them. Like, I brought the nice ones, too. You brought some good shit that night. Did you make sales that night? I made a few, yeah. yeah I, I sold, was like, I sold yo, a nice one that night. I mean, honestly, like, so I've, I've never seen anybody pull up to a concert with plants in my life. You feel me? Like It changed it, though, right? I yeah. Mean, I mean, that was... Was that one of the first events that you did like that? Like that, I think it was, yeah. yeah. I mean, that shit was crazy because it felt normal. Right? Well, probably one because we're homies already. Yeah, true. But, you know, anything that I could do to get the name out there, I didn't care what it was. And I don't care, you know, I walk down the street with bonsai trees. You see the way people fucking look at me yeah. when I'm walking down the street <laughs> with my hands full of plants. <laughs> it looks crazy. Like, what, the, what is this guy doing? But now I don't even pay attention. I'm like, I don't care. This is what I do. Yeah. You know, but any way I could get my name out there, I was at any kind of event, especially with, with the homies. If I could bring bonsai trees to their event just to get people talking about it, let's do it. He was a hustler, for yeah. real. What's the first, like, like after that first uh, uh, festival thing that you did, like, like what's the biggest thing that you brought your plants to that, that just, like, had them flying off the shelves? Um, Dead and Company, like the, the new Grateful Dead at uh, Verizon. What the shit? What's it called? Deer Creek. Deer Creek, yeah. yeah. Didn't they, was it, did it ever have a different name? Or am I thinking of? Clips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Verizon, Deer Creek. I don't even know what it would be now. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. It, but Deer Creek forever. Fuck that. How many you sold out there? <clears throat> I don't know. I had, but my truck was full and I, it was empty when I came home. That's fire. Yeah. Hell yeah. I couldn't imagine just walking around with a plant, like just buying a plant somewhere. Like buying a t-shirt is too much for me. Like 
Right. And I already got clothes on. <laughs> 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 I got a whole damn clothes around. No, I appreciate that. That's yeah. Nice. So, like, so, but the thing is, that, you know, everybody wants, everybody knows they need a t-shirt. Yeah. Not everybody knows that they need one of these until you put it in their face. I mean, You have to yeah. bring it to them and show it to them in person. And that's why we're out there every day, you know, just shoving them in people's faces. I mean, because it's kind of enticing. And it's like, when are you going to run into one of these again? Yeah, that's that's part of it. And, you know, the, I don't know where else you can get one, really. Me neither, honestly. Uh, okay, so let's see. Do you ever feel weird about selling any of these? Because, like... Every day. You, t- you take such care of them, bro. You really... You really are one with the plants you know have you ever had to sell some shit that it just made you cry to just give it to somebody yeah, yeah. um not literally cry but there are times where i've told people no i'm not going to sell that to you yeah you know then and that's part of the reason that i'm working with more mostly tropical species now mm-hmm. because people want that that mr miyagi look they want that original bonsai tree that they saw in karate kid <clears throat> and also they want to keep it on their fucking dining room table. Yeah. And that's not where they live. You know, the traditional junipers and stuff like that, they have to be outdoors year round. They have to, they're just like the trees that live outdoors here. They have to go through dormancy mm-hmm. in the wintertime. Yeah. They have to freeze. It's part of their life cycle. And if they don't get it, they won't survive. That makes sense. So <clears throat> that's why I switched to mostly tropicals. But yes, I, it, it does hurt me to let, most of these go honestly i put so much time into every single one of them does it uh because like all right i say like this like musically i i sell features you know Mm -hmm. and it sometimes it's it's shitty when you know i mean like i i'll respect anybody that want a feature for me you feel me like i love anybody that's willing to pay for my voice when they song, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. even if I don't like the song, I'll still do the shit. You know what I mean? And I'll never say nothing bad about them, you know? But like, it comes to the point where it's like, uh, I be feeling like my price would be either like too low for somebody who really didn't give a fuck about this song to just make such a shitty fucking song. You know what I mean? And then I put so much energy in and giving them such a great feature for something that they really didn't care about because they just wanted something to just brag about you know what i mean or whatever whatever like here's my voice but could you not put my name on that yeah so like what do these prices range to for you to be going through you know so much with them so um these on the table here they go for about 150 Mm -hmm. i like that um i have smaller bonsai trees that start up right around 20 bucks yeah and i have bigger trees that go up to about 1500 what uh what so is it just the size that you equated to or the size, the age, how much work I've put into it? Also the pot, mm-hmm. the whole art form is marrying the, the plant with the pot. Where you get these pots? You so ever make them? I have made a few. I work with several local artists. I have a few from local artists out there. Mm-hmm. Um, these are imported from China. I like them. Yeah. They're traditional bonsai pots. You know what I really thought was crazy when you put them, uh, in cans. I have some of those still and too. Yeah, those vintage, in, vintage beer cans. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. shit's hard. And the, the ones in the fucking radios. The boom box. Oh my God. Dude, those those were a, a big hit. I just I did a a commission piece recently. This girl I was doing a pop up in front of Hi Fi. Mm-hmm. And this girl hit me up. She's like, I just bought this boom box on Amazon. Can you please put plants in it for me? I don't care how much I have to pay. Like, yep. 
<laughs> Hell yes. What was the process like to put that together? It, it's a whole day process, taking it apart, you know, getting all the guts out mm-hmm. and prepping it to be able to put plants in it so they'll survive. How you get it to hold water? The thing is, you don't want it to hold water. Oh, where? You want the water to drain. Yeah. Yeah. So I drilled a bunch of holes in the bottom of it. Hell yeah. After I took it all apart and took all the guts out. But still, you want it to look original. So you have to be careful taking it apart to, you know, not mess up the front of it. I mean, yeah, like I seen one, I kind of like, I tried to draw it. So it's on on the picture I drew for you, but mm-hmm. it's like. No, I saw it. it Dude, it the, looks like, good. The, the the tape part is open and there's like shit spilling out of yeah. it. The ta- so yeah, the, ta- the cassette tape part is open. And there's plants coming out of there. I yeah, love it, Absolutely. Man. That's so crazy. So it only took you one day to do those. It took me, I mean, it's taken me 26 years to come up with the idea. Yeah. You know, and to to perfect the skills to be able to do something like that but yeah that was a whole day and like whole day away from my bonsai trees i put in 10 hours on that thing have you only done it by commission are you ever going to start i did the first one i did just because i i had the idea yeah um those vintage boom boxes aren't easy to come by i bet i bet you know they they can be expensive i I would want to see one out of a fucking tv I did the, I did a TV. Box. Did you see did you see the TV I did? Uh, I did a vintage TV. Yeah. That Mike Mike Graves dropped off a couple of vintage TVs in my backyard because I was talking to him about it a couple of years ago. Yeah, I bet he did. And the vintage TV's right in there. Um I ended up taking the plants out of it because it didn't sell. Oh really? Yeah. That shit's hard though. Uh and then that uh that Nintendo what was it a Yeah, there was a, two original Nintendos, yeah. <laughs> That was a commission as well. That was for a Christmas gift last year. I like that. I like that you're down and just do whatever. Like it's all uh, about the craft. About absolutely. The art if somebody hits me up with an idea and they need something, that's it, I do a lot of gifts for you know people coming to me with an idea that they need as a gift for other people. Hell yeah! They, also, thank you again for the gifts that you gave me today, oh, yeah, man. man. It makes me happy. And you made my day. I'm not gonna lie to you. I so don't. That's what's up. All right. So uh, let me make sure I got these questions in order. They are uh, so. Do you have a personal collection? Like, is it a big, just that you're never going to sell? Well, I do have a personal collection, but you know damn well everything's for sale for the right price. (laughs) This is my nigga, man. All right, so cool. So I'm only reading this how I wrote it down because I can't, like, read it and talk. So you're making sales. You got a name. Where is getting around? Uh, uh, He's taking them to events. Uh workshops you do workshops yep we do the create your own bonsai tree workshop so um everybody everybody that buys a ticket goes home with their own bonsai tree that i help them create it comes in a plastic pot mm-hmm. when you show up um you i help you pick out your tree i help you pick out the pot that matches your tree mm-hmm. and then dj trilly plays for half an hour while we all get settled and have a drink yeah talk about bonsai trees and then we get started and we have, we have great events. We have, we have a really good time and That's they awesome. sell out fast. So when all this COVID bullshit's over, get your tickets early. Where do you go to, to get involved? How, what do you got to look up and shit? So you can follow me on Instagram. That's, that's the, everything I've done is because of Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when I posted on Instagram, those, those tickets sell out really fast. Uh, I Facebook a little bit, but. What's your capacity? Like how many people you like? In front of you. So we've, we've done 40, uh, maybe 45. That's what's up. In, in one sitting. And then we did, uh, 
we did a double header that was 45 people in both of them. So wow. 90 people. I made 90 fucking bonsai trees in a day. That's crazy. Yeah. Where do you do it at? Uh, we did, the double header was at the Lo-Fi Lounge, mm-hmm. which is upstairs from the Hi-Fi. I like it up there. I like it up there too. It's a great little room. It is. Especially for something like that. It's perfect size. Yeah. Um, we also do them on the rooftop. Uh, where else? We've done them a bunch of random places. Before all this COVID hit, I had a 30-date tour booked. We were going to take it around the Midwest. What? I had 30 breweries all over the Midwest. In Western New York, Ohio, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, Kentucky. I don't know. Yeah. So what it, do you, it was all booked. What is it about? Um, and tickets were selling. I had to refund all that shit. What is it about the... That sucks. That yeah. fucking sucks. What is it about the brewery that makes it a good space? So... Most breweries just have like they have a, a party room, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or, and uh, it's, it's it's just a it's a great date night, and breweries it was easy for breweries, yeah, because people that are, you know, booking shows at breweries are usually pretty cool, yeah, and they've never heard of anything like this. Mm-hmm. Bigger venues, it's kind of difficult, I you know, because it. you would have I would have to sell more tickets. This way, I could with breweries I can get 30, 40 people in there set the ticket price at where I need it mm-hmm. and they don't need anything from me. Bigger venues, they need to make money as well. Yeah. Yeah, you for know? sure. So I would have uh, bigger venues. I was, I was going to have to pay, but yeah. I did have some pretty big venues like Bell's brewery. Mm-hmm. Is that here? Bell's is in Michigan, where? Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. And they're the one of the biggest local, you know, Midwest breweries by far. When you set up at places like that, so you don't have to pay usually, do you have, you have to split sales? So, that's that's why I did all the research and I set up this tour myself. Yeah. I found all the places where I didn't have to pay and yeah. places that wanted me to pay. I, I, you know, I'd be like, hey, I have this place down the street where I don't have to pay them. Oh, never mind. Yeah, you, yeah, you can come if you're going to bring that many people. And it, oh, you have bonsai trees too. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. That's fire. Yeah. I remember. I remember when you would have that night, or was, I don't know if it was every Monday, but I would see you on Mondays at Pure when Bro started like DJing up there and shit at yeah. the bar. Wonderland. Yeah, and like, it would just be cool to see your shit there. And then, what? What would you do? You'd have a giveaway. We did a raffle every night. Yeah, that's <clears> every so Monday fire. we did a raffle for a dollar. You could buy a ticket. That's so good. And then you know, some people would get a bonsai tree for a dollar. Other people would buy thirty tickets. Yeah, and, it's almost crazy how like almost it just matched perfectly with the drinking culture in a way. You know what I mean? Because it's like, the more I sat there, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to buy one. I'm going to give me one of the motherfuckers too. <laughs> I like uh, it. I probably shouldn't say this, but when I'm at events like that, mm. um, you know, I, I've i started to tell people if they, they pick one out, they'll be like, oh, I'll get it later. I'll be like, well, once these people get a couple drinks in them, they're going to start flying off the shelf. going to be gone. So. <laughs> I mean, because that's like whole time. Like, motherfuckers is running up big-ass tabs anyways. You know right. what I mean? I know everybody. Like, oh, fuck it. I'll just buy one, bro. Uh, you be having uh, people help you out? Yeah, I do. I, KC. You know KC? Yeah, Kitten. bro. Come on. He's my dog. Home. He helps me out. He was helping me out with the live stream. We did this live stream when, the, when COVID started. Yeah. So, like I said, we were going to. We were going to do all these events. We had 30 events booked around the Midwest. That's so crazy. Turns out we couldn't do them. Everything got canceled. Mm -hmm. So instead, we came up with the quarantine bonsai box. (laughs) Right? So (laughs) Dave is hard in the motherfucker. Right? Yeah. A shout out to Grant for that. Um, Grant works at the Hi-Fi. 
I saw one of his posts. He was doing, he works at Soundspace. Yeah, I fuck with him. He was doing like $25 quarantine special. And I saw his post on Instagram and a fucking light bulb went off. I was like, quarantine bonsai box. We're doing it right now. Were y'all doing it at Soundspace? No. No, I I just happened to be on Instagram. Oh, hell yeah. Look, And I saw it. And uh, so we shipped to like 30 some states. Mm -hmm. And every Wednesday we were going live on Zoom, live on Instagram, live on Facebook, doing these workshops online hell yeah we had a blast how long did it be for how long each one or? yeah like when y'all would get on y'all be live for like an hour hour and a half it, d- it depends on who i had as a special guest i had ace one as a guest i know that shit had to be funny uh yeah i had to quiet him down a few times <laughs> return shout out yeah. my boy ace yeah what up ace love you that was a fun one i had john stamps was on there mm-hmm. um mike graves was on there you ever save them? Oh yeah, I got them all recorded. They're good. You should they're, put they're them good. on YouTube, they're, bro. They're they're really good. I would love to but see. They it would on have YouTube. to be edited, and I have taken care of all these bonsai trees. I haven't had time to edit <laughs> them because they definitely have to be edited. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Bro. I ain't gonna lie, it sounds hilarious. Ace threw up on my front porch. <laughs> <laughs> on camera? No. Oh man, that would be nice. Fuck. Uh, right. I want to do one of those with you. I, I still. Hey, yeah, we're gonna do one here. Uh, maybe next week. Yeah, well, hopefully the next week. Let's shoot for next week. That'd be tight because um, all these people that we did it with, we did these workshops with. Now their trees are growing. Well, some of them are growing. Mm-hmm. The ones that paid attention. Yeah, um, and they need to know how to trim them, and they need to know how to take care of them for the winter. So this workshop that we're doing a live live streaming workshop next week, mm-hmm. featuring Draco McCoy. Yeah, yeah. Bow, bow. It's your boy. You feel me? <laughs> This one's going to be fun, too. You guys should tune into that. Yeah, man. But, man. Hey, man. Man. Hey, man. Tune in. This motherfucker dropping on Tuesday, so. Okay. You feel me? They, they should get the word. Well, know. this dropping on Tuesday. Let's do it the following Tuesday, then. I'm cool we'll with We'll give them a week. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to double check my calendar, but let's All fucking right. if, plan it. Let's yeah. go. If not, we'll do it Wednesday or Thursday. Whatever works. Hell, yeah. You know, I like how, how natural everything you do is. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not trying hard. You're just being yourself, but. It's also touching the community so fast. Man, life's too short to to dwell on shit. You know, if it doesn't work for you, figure it out. Yeah. You know, and, you know, do what makes you happy. There's no sense in working, working hard at some job that you hate to buy things that you don't want and, you know, teach your kids things that you don't want them to know. Yeah. You know, just, you know, figure out what works for you and fucking keep doing that. I like that. I like that because I feel like me personally, you know what I mean? I I let too many people talk to me and I consider all of their opinions because, you know what I mean? Like at some point you're like, okay, if if so many people are telling me shit, I do want to make them happy. But when they were fucking with me, it's because I was doing me. I had to like sit back. The more that you do you, the more they're going to fuck with you, man. The more they're going to fuck with me. I'm telling you. You know what make I mean? Yourself, nobody has, nobody's going to make you happy, Draco. Off top. You got to fucking make yourself happy. That's all That's all there is to it. As soon as you figure, soon as you figure that out, yeah. happier you're going to be. Well, you know, so being able to sit down with this uh, whole pandemic and shit, I was able to really sit back and be like, yo, like, like who who am I again? You know, because... I think yeah, that happened to a lot of people. It's for sure. You know, because I... I you know, you you seen me around. I was I was kind of getting. I'm not lost in the sauce. I ain't never gonna be lost in the sauce, especially because I got my kid and shit. You know, right. my world is around that. But you know, distractions are among us, 
And I feel like a lot of people that I knew were were just distracted and wasn't going to snap into place no time soon. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, it it gave me a a reason to look back and be like, well, what used to make me happy before rap? You know what I mean? And that's why I started uh, getting into this drawing and shit like that, you know? So I admire the fact that you were into these plants and shit your whole life, you know? Mm -hmm. It's it's cool. It's interesting. I've talked to some people that didn't even figure out what they... They're they're making so much money doing professionally that they didn't even think about until after college. Right. You know what I mean? So this is fucking tight. Um, I had no idea that, you know, it was never my plan to start a bonsai tree business. <laughs> this all happened by accident. I mean, in the last few years. It all happened years, organically. You know, maybe not by accident, but or- organically. I did, you know, it, it just, it just fucking happened, man. Yeah. That's how I feel about this goddamn podcast that I'm doing. This this feels so funny because like two years ago, I wouldn't have thought I was going to. Even a year ago. Well, I've been doing it for a year, but I didn't think it worked. I just be like, fuck it. You know what I mean? That's some gangster shit. You'd be like, who cares, bro? I'm doing what I want to. You know, I, I have kids too. You know, for, for somebody to just quit their job yeah. and say, I'm going to grow plants yeah. without a customer base or a storefront yeah. or, you know a business motto or any backing <laughs> or any money. Yeah. Congratulations, bro. I'm proud of you. Thank you, man. She's crazy. Uh, okay. So I think I'm almost done with my questions, but over quarantine and shit, like has sales dried up or anything or is it, is everything's just been all right? <clears throat> so like I said, we did the quarantine bonsai box. Mm-hmm. So that, that got us going. And we were able to, after after a couple of weeks of doing that, we were delivering all over the city. You know, people would order a bonsai box that day. Casey and I would deliver it to their door by the end of the day. That's fire. Um, and we were also shipping all over the country the next morning. So that got us going. And then we launched the website. Mm-hmm. So then the sales from the website started going. And turns out there were a ton of people sitting at home looking for a new hobby and just, just didn't know what to do. They were sick of watching TV, you know, <laughs> me, that was me all the way. So, and with it, this new generation, the, the, people are really changing the way that they used to be. People were into a lot of different things and there people need Zen in their life. They yeah. really do. Mm-hmm. Bonsai tree was a hit. I like Quar- it. Quarantine. We did. Okay. So if somebody wants to buy one from you right now, they could just go to your website. Or how would you recommend they try to get one from you? So the website is under construction right now. It'll be back up in the next week or so. Yeah. But um, Instagram is the way to go. They can DM you. They can DM me. Um, they can come over to the garden or they can catch us at one of our pop-ups. Mm-hmm. Also, in the next few weeks, we should have a storefront location up and running. 1336 Ooh. Shelby, Ooh. right across from the Conoco. Yeah. That's and I got awesome. my boy Lemmy Vice is going to be making t-shirts right next door. He oh, makes yeah. my logo shirts. It's one I'm wearing right now. That's clean, too. I got one for you, by the way. I need that. Are you still doing workshops? Or are you going to get back into it anytime soon because of COVID shit? You know, what's yeah, up with that? It's, so, like, we're, we're still we're going to keep doing the live streaming for now. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be fine with it. I'm not scared of COVID. I mean, like, I don't think I'm going to get it and die. Yeah. But just to respect people and I'm about not, to say you know, it's about I, it's I, about other motherfuckers. It's about other sure. yeah, it's about other people. And I don't want to put people in danger. I don't I just don't think it's responsible yeah. to, to do it yet. 
I'm as hoping so, as next soon summer, as, bro, as soon as we feel on. that it's safe, we're gonna blow it up. We're going on that 30 day tour, and it might be a 60 day tour. You know, who knows? We're gonna, we're gonna do it big because I got all winter to prep for that. Fuck yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, let's see. Do you have any advice on keeping your plants alive for for the people out there? So number one, give it water. Mm-hmm. I would say 99% of the people that kill my bonsai trees mm-hmm. is from underwatering. So they should fill that motherfucker up. They should give it as much water as they can as often as they can. Yeah. It's in, like I said, it's in the soil that's just lava rock pretty much. Yeah. The water goes right through it. But it has to be in this kind of soil to survive. Yeah. And people think, you know, I have 20 houseplants. I I don't water those every day. (laughs) But this is literally a tiny tree. It's different. It's completely different care guidelines. And even though I go over it with people, some of the time they don't listen. Yeah. So number one advice, give it lots of water. Give it as much sun as you can. Look at it every day and appreciate it. That's what it's for. Yeah. You know, if, if you look at it every day and you see something's going wrong, figure it out. Fix it. You know. That, like that that's where that's where the whole appreciation comes from it's a whole zen aspect it's looking at it every day figure out what it needs and then you know give it what it needs i like that uh, and they can anybody can hit you up for some advice or, or figure out right i know Any, i'm sure you don't want to sit around talking to motherfuckers all day but no well, i mean that's that's what i do yeah and you know i've any question that you ask me about bonsai trees i've probably answered it 50 times at least I like that. You should see my DMs every day. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I guess the last thing would be shit, man. Uh, plug your socials. Tell them where to find you. FSQ underscore bonsai on Instagram. Fountain Square Bonsai on Facebook. FSQbonsai.com. Yeah. And we're working on a Twitter. Bro, I tried to tag you today. I had to just say my boy that got the bonsai trees. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I said, his trap different for real. <laughs> I just don't, I don't know. I've, I've just never messed with Twitter. You but. should get on Twitter, bro. It's live. It's cool. But Instagram is, you, you got the right move. You know what you're doing. Yeah. It's my boy. Hey, man. Uh, we, we almost at an hour. So I want to say, hey, man, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, man, thank you, Eric, for pulling up or finally linking up. You feel me? This has been great. And, um, Man, y'all need to run around and go ahead and get you one of these motherfuckers, man. Get you a bonsai tree and uh, spice your life up. Get some zen in your life. You know what I mean? Uh, And yeah, tell somebody you love them today. Bye.